out. Hallelujah. Let's reach out to the Lord right now. Spirit of the Lord's in this place in a great way. I'm going to tell you something. You don't think you can bust hell wide open? You don't think you can open your eyes in hell in a heartbeat? You just go ahead and ignore the warning that God sent out in this place. There ain't none of you in here exempt from going to hell. There ain't none of you in here exempt from going to hell. The Spirit of God's done spoke and gave a warning. You better take heed to what God's speaking. Because I'm going to tell you something. Time playing church is over. Time bouncing in and out of church, living like you want to, coming to church when you want to, praying when you want to, living your life out of order, living your life in a bunch of garbage and mouth and backbiting and gossip. All this mess is coming to an end. God's setting His kingdom in order. And the people's going to walk with God. They're going to walk upright with God. And their lives are going to be in order. You know why? God has government in the church. God has government. You hear me? God has government in the church. The Old Testament had government in it. And God's going to have government in the New Testament. You hear me? God's going to have government in His house. You want to walk outside God's government? You go ahead. But I'm going to tell you something. You better prepare to meet you, God. Because your sin's fixing to find you out. God's bringing in a holy people, a clean people. God's bringing in people that want to pray, want to live holy, want to live godly, want to be in the house of God. God's bringing in people that got a hunger and a thirst and a desire to meet God in prayer. God don't have to keep dealing with your rebellion, your stubbornness and your wickedness and your hard heart. God don't have to. You hear me? God don't have to. Lord told me in 1997, Sister Pat, the Lord spoke to me and told me, He said, I don't have to have you to perform my will. He said, I can raise up a hundred just like you. That's what God told me, Brother Michael. He said, I don't have to have you to do my will. There ain't none of us God has to have to, to, to do His will. He can raise up a hundred people put in our place. God told me, He said, I've called you. And I've chosen you. And he said, I want to use you. And that's when God spoke to me. He said, only those that have clean hands and a pure heart are going to ascend into my holy place. You ain't going nowhere in God when you, when, when your heart's filthy, your spirit's filthy. I don't care what your dress is on the outside. I don't care if you got a, uh, skirt to the ground, baggy pants to the ground, got sleeves down to here, collars up to here. I don't care. Your heart's filthy. Your spirit's filthy. You're unclean in God's eyes. I don't care how you dressed on the outside. Spirit of the Lord's in this place tonight in a great way. If God's dealing with your heart, I'm going to wait just a few minutes. You better hit this altar. God's dealing with your heart. You better hit this altar. Because I'm going to tell you something. You might not see the sun come up in the morning. You might not hear the clock strike midnight tonight. God ain't playing. Y'all hear me? God ain't playing. God ain't playing. 
Well, the scriptures God just spoke in my heart just before service started. Better set your house in order for you shall die and not live. Got it marked right there in my Bible. Better set your house in order. Better set your house in order. God, don't claim to be a Christian. Get out here and live like the devil. You hear me? Don't come to the house of God and put on a show and act and jerk and shout when your heart's filthy and your spirit's just as bad. Run around talking to everybody about God. You know you're bound by the devil. You're bound by wickedness. You're bound by ungodliness. Y'all don't feel that grief? Y'all don't feel that working of the Holy Ghost? Trying God's trying to get somebody's attention. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere that I feel a release of the Holy Ghost. Because I'm going to tell you something. When I release this thing, your blood's off my hands. Your blood's off my hands. And ain't nobody in this church going to be accountable for your soul. You've been given a chance. You've been given a chance. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you've truly surrendered to God, you don't belong to yourself. Bible said you're not your own. You're bought with a price. If you're bought with a price, you belong to Him. Amen. If you belong to Him, you don't live your own way. You don't live according to your will. You don't do what you want to do. Said you don't do what you want to do. Hallelujah. Somebody better listen to the Spirit of God. Because I'm going to tell you something. You rebel on the Spirit of God and God takes you out. I ain't preaching your funeral. I ain't preaching your funeral when you rebel against the workings of the Holy Ghost in, in your life. I will not preach your funeral. I'm not going to try to preach smooth things over when somebody's rebellious and wicked and hard-hearted. I won't do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I feel the drawing of your Spirit. God, I feel you sending a warning, Lord. God, such a warning, such an awakening, such a moving of your spirit in this place tonight. In the name of Jesus. God, I got a word to preach to these people. There's a word just burning my bones up. There's a word just burning in my soul, Lord. Hallelujah. You don't have to have somebody tell you you ain't right with God. You know when you're right with God or not. Same between me and you. This ain't between you and somebody else. This is between you and God. I'm afraid somebody will make fun of me. I'm afraid, my God, I'd rather somebody make fun of me and I had to go to hell. I'd rather somebody ridicule me, cast my name out as evil. Hallelujah. I'd rather them pack their bags and leave me by myself than I had to die and go to hell. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the Lamb. Somebody fix to mess up. My God, I feel it in my spirit. I feel such a grief. I feel such a grief of the Holy Ghost. But I'm going to tell you something before you move out of your seat and come to this altar. You better be sure this time you're going to get it in order. And there ain't going to be no turnaround. 
God ain't looking for you to come down here and repent and be back in a mess before the clock strikes midnight, before the sun comes up in the morning. You done gone back to your old wicked ways. That ain't what, that ain't what the word repent means. The word repent means to turn from. Turn from, turn from, turn from. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The very reason people can't live right and can't live clean is they won't get in a church so somebody can teach them how to pray and teach them how to serve God. Man, you're going to serve God, you got to know how to fight the devil. You got to know how to fight the devil. It ain't just coming this altar and repenting. It's learning to pray and walk with God and seek the face of God. It's learning to follow instruction. Thank you, Lord. I ain't gonna hold this service open for you forever. There's people here who need the word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Spirit of the Lord spoke the other night. Death angel was seen in this place with a sword drawn back. Y'all better listen. You better listen. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Please come up here and pray with her, please. A couple of you ladies gather around her right there. Hallelujah. God ain't playing. Tell y'all God ain't playing. I feel the fear of God in this place. I feel the fear of God in this place. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Kibaraha sohorehe. It ain't hard. All you got to do is give it to Jesus. All you got to do is repent. You repent. Call on the name of the Lord. He'll set you free. He'll set you free. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Reach out to him. Come on, church. Come on, church. Reach out to him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Don't make God have to get your attention, children. Don't make God have to get your attention. Lord told me a long time ago, He said, I don't have to touch you. He said, I'll get the thing closest to your heart. Don't make God get your attention tonight. Don't be stubborn. Don't be stubborn. Because I'm telling you, God will get your attention. Jesus. Holy be Reba. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's still three people in here. The Spirit of God's waiting on you. Better move. There's three people. The Spirit of God's waiting on you. Better move. Because I just heard God speak this in my spirit. He said, the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? The hand of judgment's in God's house tonight. I don't care who you are, what your name is, how close to God you think you're living, you better examine yourself. Things ain't in order with the Spirit of God. You better hit this altar. There's three right now the Spirit of God's wooing. Three of them. Three of you, Spirit of God's wooing you right now. He's drawing you. Yeraha tohore. 
Berado baca cucu-cucu. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Kula barako bakiyehe. Word says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. All you got to do is call on that name of Jesus. In sincerity, out of your heart, ask him to forgive your sins. Ask him to wash you and make you clean, and you start from right there. I don't care how many times you've done it, how many times you failed. I don't care. God's giving you a brand new start tonight, a brand new chance. It don't matter what's in your past. I don't care how many failures are behind you. I don't care how many mess-ups are behind you. God ain't looking at your mess-ups. God's willing to wash you clean tonight and give you a brand new start and take your sins and everything that's behind you, wash it in the blood of the Lamb and forgive it and forget it. Spirit of God, Holy Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, Holy Lord, mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, there's still two God's waiting on. There's still two God's waiting on. You better move. Hallelujah, don't play with the Spirit of God. Don't play with it. Spirit of God strong in this place. Don't play with it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's still two. Two of you, God's still dealing with your heart. Jesus. You better move. I feel the Spirit lifting. I feel the Spirit of God changing in me. I feel God beginning to lift this conviction. I'm going to tell you, you get a phone call, calamities hit you. Don't ring my phone. Don't ring my phone. You got your chance right now. You get a call before the night's over. You get a call in the next few days that somebody you really love and care about has had calamity on their way to the hospital. Don't know what. Don't ring my phone. Don't ask me to go to prayer. Because God's giving you the opportunity to get it right, right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. I still feel that grief in my spirit. Is God such a grief? Thank you, Lord. 
Go ahead. Hallelujah, Jesus. There was a person left out of here Sunday because Brother John did not come and minister to them. They felt the wound of the Holy Ghost to come to this altar and pray, and they left out of here Sunday. Hallelujah, with all that on their life, Sister Lisa, because simply because Brother John didn't come and minister to them, they wanted Brother John, but they said the Holy Ghost was wooing them to the Holy to the altar, and they would not come. Hallelujah, you better get out of this routine. Hallelujah, God has given you a chance to come to Him. Hallelujah, you know, we wait for Brother John to come and do it all for us. If you have an opportunity to come to these altars tonight, you better not leave here. I don't care who you are. You can feel that grieving in here, Sister Lisa. And when that told me that, it grieved my spirit so bad because they simply wanted it done their way. Hallelujah, they wanted it done their way and they would not come. They would not submit themselves and come to these altars because... They, they wanted John to come lay hands on them. But I'm telling you, you Brother John, Holly can't do it everything for you. There's something you've got to do. You've got to make that first step tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Still one. Still one. Hallelujah. Still one. God's waiting on. Thank you, Lord. 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 Jesus. Still one. Yaro Tara Barra Saba Baba Raba. Ule de Sebrene Madanda Rabo. Ile de Reba. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. La burra. Monstiera bababababarata. Bring that complete peace into his heart, Jesus. Bring that complete peace into his soul, Master. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
kuat. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bring that perfect peace, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God's still waiting on one. God's still waiting on one. Still one. Still one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Voice of the Lord spoke to me just a couple minutes ago and said, Somebody, you turn the hand of calamity. You hear me? You turn the hand of calamity. But I'm going to tell you something. You don't get your feet on the right path and keep it there. Tragedy's fixing to hit your family. But the Lord told me, because you knelt at this altar, you turned the hand of God. God was fixing to hit your family. There's still one God's waiting on. Still one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Iborata, Samon, Everybody right now in this congregation, reach out for mercy. Ask God to have mercy. Share the one thing. God said, My spirit shall not always strive with man. God ain't going to keep striving with people. 
God ain't going to keep pleading with you and moving on your heart to serve him and get your life in order. Come on, children. Y'all reach with me a few more minutes. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come here, Brother David. Raise your hand. For even I, the Lord, have called thee and even chosen thee, my son. I have prepared a place for thee in my kingdom. But even my spirit speaks to thee this night. And I say unto thee that I, the Lord, have wooed thee for the last time. How the Lord have reached to thee. How the Lord have beckoned unto thee. I say unto this night, my son, take thy place. Take thy place in my kingdom. That that I've ordained and chosen for thee. Ye shall see my hand move. Yea, and the forces and the powers that war. And wrestle thy soul shall be lifted off of thee. And a great spirit of prayer. And a great awakening and visitation of my spirit shall enter into thee. For if thou shalt say yes to me this night and truly commit thy soul unto me, then the angel of my presence shall step into thy innermost chamber and visit thy soul and awaken and illuminate thee and gift and anoint thee. For all that I got and showed thee can be brought to pass. Turn not back. Turn not back, turn not back, saith God. For even thou hast come to a crossroads, my son. Walk one, and thou shalt find life and peace and joy, great deliverance and great strength. Go the other, and thou shalt find calamity and misery and heartache and sorrow and destruction. Even though God just reached into the shape. Mm-hmm. 
Got a choice tonight. You either accept him and live or you can reject him and die. It don't take a smart person to figure that out. You either accept him and live, find your place, step into what God's called you to do. Think 40 years ago. God, God used to wink at ignorance. He said, I ain't winking in ignorance no more. There ain't no reason for God's people to be ignorant. Too much word preached. Spirit of God's moving too great for people to walk in ignorance. And I feel the Spirit of the Lord in this place. This kind of Spirit of God don't scare you. There's something wrong with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Spirit of God's still waiting. Spirit of God's still waiting. Thank you, Lord. Spirit of God is still waiting. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, there's a soul in the balance tonight. Lord but what else can the Lord say Lord done spoke his word by two different people I wouldn't, I wouldn't wrestle on whether I could serve God or not. I'd just get my heart right. You get your heart right and you want to serve God, you get in this church, you can learn to serve God. There's people here to help you. There's people here to pray with you. There's people here to teach you. The only thing I'd be worried about right now is getting my heart right with God and getting my sins under the blood. Because I'm telling you, your sin's fixing to find you out. You're fixing to meet you, God. Fixing to meet you, God. Fixing to meet you, God. Ido bahata rahasaha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I've done all I know to do. Your spirit is wooed, it's talked, it's spoke. 
God, you bore witness in your word in the mouth of two witnesses, God, and I'm three. Lord, it's your, your wooing souls, God. You're waiting, you're, you're calling, you're desiring to see these souls, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You feel that spirit lifted. You feel that wooing of the Spirit of God. It's like it's just lifted. Gotta move while the Lord's pulling on your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, for your mercy, for your grace, for the souls you've touched tonight, for the lives, God, that you have changed, for the souls that you spared from the devil's hell, from eternal damnation. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Still feel the Spirit of God holding me back. Have your way, Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you have done here tonight, Father. Thank you for what you've done. Praise your name. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, when God gives services like this, it's because he loves us. Jesus plainly said, it's not the Father's will that any would perish. Not God's will that any man should perish. It's God's will that all men would be saved. But it's your choice. It's your choice. It may be God's will, but it's your choice. Amen. It's your choice. That's why the Lord spoke in his word and said, Choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. Gotta make a choice. Gotta make a choice. Hallelujah. I made up my mind a long time ago. I love my wife more than I love anybody that walks on the face of this earth. But I'm going to tell you something. I ain't going to hell with her. I ain't going to hell for her. No 
don't love nobody that much. I'm willing to give my soul up. Amen. I love her. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I hear the voice inside this person saying, I'll go to somebody and talk to them after the service is over. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be too late. I, I see a knife and I see it cutting you off just like that. Listen. Better listen. You don't come to God at your time. You come to God in His time. Spirit of God's drawing you right now. That was you. You know who you are. You know exactly who you are. Better let God. Better let God's hand touch your heart. Better let His Spirit touch your heart. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. So go ahead and open your Bible to Isaiah the ninth chapter. I'm going to just weigh this out. Isaiah the ninth chapter, 
and I feel such a grief in my heart. Y'all there with me? Let's go to verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon the kingdom, to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice, from henceforth even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. From Second Kings Chapter Twenty Verse One. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. I'm going to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. I'll tell you, I don't know how somebody just sitting there because I'm going to tell you what I feel in my soul. Spirit of God's got me scared to death and I'm doing everything I know to do to live right. I mean, Spirit of God's got me scared to death. I don't know how people harden their heart against God like that. Ephesians, the fourth chapter in the first verse. I therefore... The prisoner of the Lord beseech ye that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Colossians chapter 1. I'm going to verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord 
unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering and joyfulness. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about coming into God's order. You know, the Lord spoke to us in the camp meeting. I know he spoke by Sister Angela in prophecy. And he said that this was God's words, the spoken word ministry is fixing to come. And then God told us he's going to take us to a new place and a new level. Spoke the same thing a week later by Brother Cromer in that last Sunday service. I went back and listened to these prophecies two or three different times. God is taking us somewhere if we want to go. And it's like the Lord told us. He said, where I'm taking you, you've never been there. You've never passed this way before. And this week, when I left here, got in, went on Sunday, Monday, the Lord started speaking to my spirit. It's been in me all week, just burning in me. I'm going to preach it tomorrow if God will let me. But the Lord spoke to me. He said, I'm bringing in a dominion over demons. He said, I'm bringing in a total dominion over demons. I'm talking about by the word out of your mouth, the very demons of hell are going to be subject to the spirit of God that's in you. If you're in that place with God, you need to be. And this thing been on me all week. I mean, strong. And I had a minister call me today, want me to pray with him about a situation. They've got somebody in their church that keeps warring with them with a, a, a spirit, hard spirit. And they said, every time I go in there to minister and that person's there, said, i got to fight their spirit. And as they was talking, I was telling them what God was showing me as they was talking, the spirit of the Lord come on me. And I began to speak to him, Brother Michael. And I said, what God has put in my spirit about this, I said, this thing comes into your spirit. I said, not just a power, not just an authority, but a knowledge and a wisdom and an understanding. And I said, you mark my words. When you step in that pulpit tomorrow, I said, if that person's there, that spirit will be under subjection to what is on the inside of you. See, this thing, it, it, it's taken root in my spirit. This thing has taken root in my spirit. Y'all going to see there's a dominion over demons. Just like was in Jesus, just like was in the apostles. It's taken root in my spirit. Because, man, when I begin to speak that word, my wife and Whitney and JC and my mom were sitting at the kitchen table. I was on the porch. I began to speak that word. They said the Holy Ghost just shot through that place and fell on them. I mean, it was right there in the, right there in the kitchen. I was out on the porch and the, Word of the Lord began to come out of me, and the Spirit of God hit me. The Spirit of God hit that preacher on the other end, and man, the power of God just radiated through that place. And I come back in there, and I just begin to expound on some of the wisdom God had put in me. And man, you just feel the witness of the Holy Ghost. But the thing is, God dealt with me all night last night. He said, My church and my people have got to come 
under government and come in order for this to happen. There's got to be government in our lives. There's got to be Holy Ghost government in our lives and in our relationship with God. You ain't going to serve God like you want to. Y'all hear me? In the Old Testament, and I'm going to tell you the last three or four weeks, man, God has really, I, I mean, dealt with me about preachers. And y'all know that I've devoted a good part of the last two Sunday services to minister to preachers. Well, the, the Lord began to show me every minister in the Old Testament of the house of Levi, he was given a job to do. He was given a job to do. Y'all listening to me? And that's the only job he done. If he got his job done, he didn't go over here and try to do somebody else's. It wasn't his order. It wasn't his order. I'm tired of people trying to tell me what my order is and what I'm supposed to be doing and telling me I'm out of order. Do y'all not read in the Bible where it says you don't rebuke an elder? It got quiet in here, didn't it? I said it got quiet in here. We're going to get this thing in order or God's going to take this kingdom away from us. And I'm going I'm to get this. I got to have this. You may not have to have this. I got to have this. What I want you to do is start praying for God to help you find your place. Find your office. Find your order. Find your calling. Go to Luke, the first chapter. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. I ain't no hurry tonight. Don't know what time it is and don't care. Time to lose track of time. You belong to God, you're on His time. You ain't on your own time. Amen. Going to verse 5. Luke, the first chapter. It was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. They had no child because that Elizabeth was barren, and they were both now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course. He had a certain duty and that's all he done. Amen. That's all he done. He had a certain duty before God. That was his order. And that's all he done. If he got his duty done, he didn't go over here and see if Brother Michael had his job done. Then he didn't bounce back there to see if J.C. had his job done. Then he didn't come over here to see if my wife or Sister Pat had her job done. He finished his course. He done what God had called him to do. And that's where he abode. God has called you to a specific calling. God has placed you in a specific place in his body 
find it. Well, Brother John, what's my calling? Why don't you get in prayer and relationship with God and find out? Won't you find out what God wants you to do? I had to find out what God wanted me to do. Let me tell you something. There ain't a calling for you to straighten the church out. So don't be seeking that calling because there don't be one. And you definitely ain't got a calling to straighten me out. Ooh, got quiet again, didn't it? Go me to 1 Corinthians 12. Now, I tell you what, let's drop back over to 7, then we'll go to 12. The body of Christ is being set in order and brought forth for every member to function where God's called them. And as soon as we get this thing in order, Man, the Spirit of God hit me so strong today when I come in from off that porch and I looked at uh, my wife and them. I said, we this close to the book of Acts, move of God. We this close. Man, the Spirit of God was in so thick in here you could cut it with a knife. I said, we this close to a visitation of God like the day of Pentecost. We this close. We this close. What God's waiting on? Get in order. Let the Spirit of God put government in your life. Let the Spirit of God put government in your relationship, your prayer, your dedication, your attendance to the house of God. Everything's in disarray. People don't have any discipline in their life. Want to come to church? My, my God, if it's up to some people, you couldn't even have church. Why? They show up when they want to. How are you going to start church at a certain time if everybody wants, to, if some of y'all like everybody else, y'all want showing up an hour and a half, two hours late? I'm going to tell you, if I have to wait an hour and a half, two hours for, for y'all to come to church, make up your mind when you're going to come to church, I'll shut the doors and go home. I ain't going to wait no hour and a half, two hours for somebody to make up their mind whether they want to come to church or not. Y'all understand what I'm saying? There's people who want to come to church an hour, hour and a half, two hours late. Won't come to church when they get doggone good and ready. You can't have church like that. You can't pull the body together. You can't teach people when people ain't teachable. Somebody's got to get some government and order in their life if we want God, what God's got for us. I want what God has for me. I fought too hard for this. And there's something happening to me. There's something happening to me. Two different times this week, the Spirit of the Lord has come on me and I've spoke to two different people by such a power and an authority. And I, I, one of them, I spoke to the spirit of the situation. I didn't even speak to the person. Y'all going to find out what I'm talking about tomorrow. God's going to open some secrets and some mysteries up in me. And I'm stepping into something. And if you'll go with me, this church will go forward. This church will go forward. I keep telling y'all people are dying for deliverance. 
and God is putting it in us. My, my God, you just stop and think. I, I told somebody the other day, I said, I don't hardly know of a, a preacher anywhere that preaches like I preach and teaches people to seek God for deliverance. And look what we got in this church. Me, you, Brother Michael, Sister Pat, your wife, my son, Whitney, my wife, my God, deliverance, raising up in people. Seven, eight, ten different ministers in here. God's placing deliverance in their life and getting ready to send them forth. And you can't hardly find a preacher nowhere that even believes in deliverance anymore. And God got seven, eight, ten people in this church. He's raising up and put them on the road with deliverance. You got churches out there, pastors in the pulpit, don't even know what deliverance is. You look how God's blessed this church. You look how God's blessed this church. Now I'll say it again. You don't like this church. You don't like me. You can't be taught of me. I can't lead you in a relationship with God. Find you somebody that can. But quit sitting in this church bellyaching and griping about what you don't like about this church or the ministry or the anointing or the word God's put here. Because all you're going to do is get yourself in a mess. Because somewhere God's going to deal with you. Somewhere God's going to deal with that rebellion in your spirit. You hear me? God won't let it keep going on. He'll deal with it. Why? You ain't touching me. You ain't touching these vessels. You're touching the spirit of God in their lives. First Corinthians 7. Man, I feel good in the Holy Ghost tonight. I do. I got an excitement. I got an expectancy. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 7, verse 17. But as God hath distributed to every man. Y'all see that? As God has distributed to every man. In other words, God's given every one of you a portion of something, of a faith, of an anointing, of a gift, of a calling. God has distributed to every one of you a measure of something to do something for God. God says, as I have distributed to every man. Because I can't do it all. Not going to try. Not supposed to. But that don't mean I'm going to have Holy Ghost chaos either. People are going to learn to move in order. The Bible plainly says, let everything be done in decency and order. When you're led by the Spirit of God, don't nothing get out of order. Brother Cromer come to me after service Sunday. He said, he said, I ain't never, never in my life worked with a minister in a service like I worked with you today. He said, years ago, he said, if two different ministers had prophesied in a service, he said, they'd be fist fighting after service was over. Because jealousy. Y'all know it's the truth. You know it's the truth. I said, Brother Cromer, I said, our camp meeting started out like that. I said, Sister Angela spoke the word of the Lord, and then a few minutes later, Spirit of the Lord fell on me, and I spoke the word of the Lord. I said, but me and Sister Angela has always flowed together. There's just something in our spirit. We can flow together. We can. And, and what one does, don't, don't phase the other one. You know why? We're both in our order. We're both in our order. 
when you're in your order and you're walking in your calling and you're abiding where God's placed you, it wouldn't make any difference to me if the Spirit of God fell tonight. It was God's order. And Brother Michael stepped up there and the Spirit of God fell on me and preached this word. If that was God's mind, there should be no conflict, should be no upset, there should be no division and no schism. And that's what God's trying to do. Because you don't have nothing unless God give it to you. Every gift, every anointing, everything, every understanding of the Scripture that you got, God gave it to you. And you don't have nothing unless God give it to you. And I don't care what kind of word or knowledge of the Scripture you got, if God don't anoint it, you're just one big old dead dummy. Sorry, that's it. Because that word coming out of your mouth ain't going to be nothing but a dead letter. But the Spirit of God anoints it and makes it alive. That's where the difference is, is the life and the word. But God said, I've distributed. He said, I give you, 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 I've distributed to you, I've distributed to you, I've distributed to you, I've distributed to you. Amen. God said, as I have distributed to every man. Y'all didn't know God was a distribution center, did you? What's says right here? But as God has distributed to every man, as the Lord has called everyone, so let him walk. Or so let that individual occupy in what God has distributed to them. I remember years ago, a, a, a minister that was a good friend of mine called me up and told me, said he was getting ready to go to the platform, said a man come walking down the, walk in the back door of the church and walked right up to him, looked at him, said, I'm going to preach tonight. He said, you are? He said, yeah. He said, I was out in the woods praying today and God spoke to me and I told me I was going to preach tonight. He said, well, you go back and find another church preaching. He said, because God didn't tell me. The devil messed people up. He said, no. He said, I'm taking the service tonight. He said, no, you ain't. <laughs> Y'all don't kind of like the incident we had here one Sunday. Somebody just walked up in the pulpit. and I mean, we was having song service. Somebody just walked up in the pulpit, stepped behind the pulpit. I don't know if he was here or not. Just walked right up here, and I was... Standing back there, we'd already had one incident with them. Sister Kathy was teaching, and they stood up and rattled off for about 10 minutes, and I let them go, and by the time I was set them down, because I'd about had enough of it. You know, you try to be patient with folks. Well, he sat down. Well, he come back about a month later, having songs, and he just walked right up there and just stepped behind the podium, and everybody's singing. I just walked right up there and asked him. I said, can I help you? He said, yeah. He said, I've got a word from the Lord to deliver. I said, not here. You don't. He said, well, I want to learn. I said, well, get down there and sit down and be quiet. I mean, still lost as God knows what. Just because you have a salvation experience don't equip you to be a minister of the gospel. It takes training. It takes schooling. It takes dedication. Now, I ain't talking about 
man school it. I'm talking about God school it. That's what so puzzles me about people. They'll come in and repent. Got to work a work in their life. Then you won't see them in church for another three months. You'll never make it. You'll never make it. Why? You have no government in your life. You have no government. You have, you have nobody to teach you. You have nothing in to teach you. You have nothing in to bring your life in order. To start getting things out of your life. We have got to have government. We've got to have government in the ministry. We've got to have government in the house of God. And you as a person wants to serve God, you've got to have government in your life. That is, if you want to go somewhere with God, you've got to have government. We was over in India. You remember Brother Michael and, and uh, had Brother over there with us, and we went to service that night, got ready to leave, and he wasn't ready to go. And I mean, here we were out there ministering to the heathen, and we got ready to go, and he said, well, I don't feel led to go tonight. I just feel led to stay here and pray for y'all. Thought you better be glad you're over here with somebody else because she's part of my evangelistic party. You'd be going your way home. I just feel let's stay home back here and pray for y'all. That's the kind of crazy nonsense the church don't need. Well, I was going to come to church today, Brother Matter, and I just felt the Lord speak to me. Stay home and pray for y'all. No, you just heard the wrong spirit talk to you. Am I upsetting y'all tonight? Praise God, maybe even, maybe something needs to upset y'all. What has happened to the body of Christ? What has happened? My, my God, God started dealing with me about this this week. And I said, my God, I said, ain't nobody preaching authority, victory, power, deliverance. I said, everybody's trying to get God's people. God's people are so beat down and so rejected and so far down that every preacher that preaches, y'all got to get yourselves up and get to that place where you can receive what... I don't preach like I don't believe that. I try to teach y'all, we are living in victory. I don't need somebody to come in here and preach to y'all that y'all are so far beat down and so that y'all can't... It's going to take y'all six months to even get back to God. I don't believe in that junk. Holy Ghost is in you. Something's here. Possess it. Walk in it. Believe it. Take hold of it. Take your place in God. Find out who you are in Christ. Amen. I'm a child of the King. I'm a child of the King. God is revealing a dominion and authority in me. My God, this thing getting so strong. Hallelujah, it's getting so strong. Christopher texts me Friday. I guess it's Friday afternoon. He said, go to prayer for me. He said, man, I feel so bad. His head was all stuffed up. and I just called him up on the phone. I said, you where I can pray for you? He said, I will be in about five minutes. He walked somewhere. He said, go ahead, man. The Spirit of the Lord, come on me. And I spoke to that infirmity in him. He said, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Changed, didn't it? Oh, it's just come out of him. Just like I spoke to you that night a couple of years ago on the way to the tent. She's battling all that mess in her body. Went going down the road, headed to the tent. And 
She was over in Coleman, just, I mean, God just beat up, full of that old infirm spirit, and just called her up on the phone. I said, you ready for your miracle? She said, yeah, I spoke the word of God, and it hit her. I thought Chris was going to get out of the car and outrun the car. <laughs> Power of God stepped in there. I'm going to tell you, this thing getting so strong, I don't know if I can contain it or not. I was sitting here in church parking lot the other day, and I prayed for somebody, and the Spirit of God hit me so strong. I felt the power of God hit me, and I thought it was going to knock me out of the seat of the car. I mean, there is something coming in that God's people that present themselves to God and open themselves up to relationship with God. There's no limit. There's no limit. We have got to get ourselves in order. You have got to find out, children, what God has called you to do and walk and abide in that calling. My God, we'd look kind of dumb if we walked around here with a foot stuck up here on the side of our head. Ain't where your foot belongs. It belongs down there. It's got one place that it'll fit. It ain't going to fit no place else and function like it's supposed to. You got one place you fit in the body of Christ. And you ain't going to fit no place else. Am I making sense? But as God has distributed, so God give it out. To every man as the Lord hath called there. God's invited you. A calling's an invitation. God said, I'll give you something. I'm inviting you to use it. So let him walk. That means to occupy what God's give you to do. Don't come over here and occupy what God's give me to do. Occupy what God's give you to do. Amen? Occupy what God's give you to do. Because I'm going to tell you something. You come over here and try to occupy what I'm doing, you're leaving your post unattended. I don't need to be driving my car down the road and have my back wheel try to jump up on my front wheel. So if my back wheel jumps up on my front wheel and tries to take my front wheel's place, something's going to go wrong in the back. Am I making this simple enough? So ordain I, Paul said, in all the churches. Is any man called being circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Is any called in uncircumcision? Let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing but the keeping of the commandments of God. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. What is that? Order! What's your job down there at the plant? Refraction. What did it used to be? Used to run a furnace. Now that you're refracturing, you don't leave your refraction job and go up there and run a furnace. Why? If he does, he's out of order. If he was up there running the furnace and he went down to do the refracturing, he'd have been out of order. Y'all understand what I'm saying? My son's an industrial engineer. He don't go up there and try to tell the boss of some other department what to do because that ain't his training. Are y'all understanding me? God is training us for a specific purpose. God is training us for a calling. God is gifting us to abide in that calling. And he said, let every man so abide in the calling where God has called him. Am I making sense to anybody? 
Well, Brother Matter, what am I called to do? It's up to you to find out. It's up to me. It's up to you. It's up to you. Amen. Had to find out what my calling was. I did. And then when I found out what my calling was and I felt like I'd really accomplished it, God changed me. <laughs> now, I don't know what God's doing, but I'm going to tell you there's a lot of things going on. I mean, there's a lot going on. But you can rest assured of one thing. While God's doing what he's doing, I still abide in my calling this pastor. I still abide right here. I ain't getting out of my calling. God may be working something else in me, moving me into something else. I'm still going to abide in my calling. I ain't going to run out of here and try to pastor somebody else's church or run out of here and try to take somebody else's ministry or get what somebody else is doing. i got enough going on in myself. i got enough things going on right here in this one soul, this one heart, that what God's revealing to me. I'm trying to get everything together in my life so I can abide and so I can move forward and grow and increase in what God's doing. I don't need somebody to come try to tell me where my order is when you don't even know where your order's at. Oh, I feel good tonight. I do. I feel good. And all I hear, well, Brother Metter don't have this, and Brother Metter don't have that, and I don't like the way Brother Metter did this. Your flesh ain't never going to like what I do. Sometimes... I don't like what I do. Sometimes I don't even like me. Y'all got quiet on me, didn't you? You ever get them time, Brother Michael, and you just don't like what you do? You just get mad at yourself. Y'all ever got mad at yourself? Well, go get mad at yourself and chew yourself out and leave me alone. Because I got enough trouble with me without you chiming in. Why? I'm trying to abide where God's called me. And I'm trying to grow in the fullness of what God's called me to do. And I want you to do the same thing. I have fought and prayed and done my best in this church to bring every one of you forward in what God's called you to do. I have never held you people down. I have encouraged you in the gifts. I've encouraged you in prayer. My God, that there's churches that if you was to stand up and speak the word of the Lord like happened in this church, Pastor K, you sit down. Y'all seen it happen over the years. I want you to be used of God. Man, Brother Michael, it would thrill my soul to see you come in the fullness of your calling. And I know God's working a lot in you and you're coming forward, but man, that's my joy. That's my joy. My God, a, a parent has no greater joy if they really love their kids to see them succeed and come into something on their own that they've accomplished something with their life. Why would I not want y'all gifted and anointed? Why would I not want you in a relationship with God? My God, that's the whole purpose of the church is to bring people to growth and maturity. That's what Paul said. That's what the fivefold ministry is for, is to bring people to growth and maturity that Paul said that we be no more children. Amen? Y'all with me? 